The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Domain Masters, the longest-running podcast where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. We discuss domains from many different perspectives, including the legal rights of owners and trademark holders, domain values, and monetization strategies. We show you how to utilize domains to drive traffic to your business so you can gain favorable search engine rankings. We discuss power tools of the trade with the power players of the industry every week right here on Domain Masters. Please welcome your host, Victor Pitts. Welcome to another episode of Domain Masters. My name is Victor Pitts and I'm your host. You're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. In the world of domains, um, you've listened to us talk about um, various applications of domain names and how people uh, are using them to to make money. And and we've heard, we've heard a, a number of uh, uh, organizations as well as individuals have have talked about uh, using their domain names on a monetization program such as pay-per-click, uh, putting them into play on an affiliate network, using domain names for lead generation purposes, using the keywords to take and drive traffic to a form where you can capture uh, contact information to pass to someone who's in that particular uh, business as a qualified uh, lead. Um, names are very effective in, in being used in that way. Names are very effective in just rerouting traffic uh, in general. And, and in fact, if you really think about domains, um, on the one hand, you think about a domain name as being the destination of where you're going to on the Internet. So you put in a domain name and that results in a, a website that you arrive at. So domain names are one part destination, but it's also in part the actual route that you use to get there because domain names can can funnel traffic. They can parse out traffic. They can um, qualify traffic and, and then direct it to a particular location. number of ways to redirect a domain name, uh, everything from doing it at the DNS level, um, with uh, 301 or 302 uh, redirects. Um, you can do IP forwarding and send it to a specific uh, IP address. URL forwarding, send it to a specific URL. Um, you can use meta tag refresh and redirect it to uh, a website. Um, you can have a landing page with a clickable links that direct traffic into another site. And each has their own uh, advantage and uh, some considerations that you should you should factor but the bottom line is is there's a number of ways to direct traffic using a domain name it does provide it does funnel that traffic uh, to wherever that you want it to go to so domain names are part destination and part um, you know traffic directors if you will or the map to get to a, a location so as as we have uh, discussed on this show, uh, the various applications of domain. I want to come back to one, which is is using a domain name as it was um, originally envisioned, which is to uh, build a website and to create an online identity, an online brand. And you have have heard um, a number of 
people uh, sound off on the value of of a domain name as it relates to a brand and many times they're they're talking about generic brands generic brands um, are are essentially using a, a different way of looking at branding online the traditional to explain the traditional way of branding is to create a name that is unique and that has no meaning whatsoever other than what you decide and you tell the world that the name is going to represent. There are plenty of examples of this. Um, Yahoo.com uh, is an example. The word Yahoo, other than having some colloquial meanings, um, does not really represent uh, before Yahoo chose that name and promoted that name and marketed that name and it became a uh, a name that we all recognize uh, all over the world but that name before had no meaning whatsoever and Yahoo chose that name and then created in our own minds what does what does Yahoo mean well Yahoo is a web directory um, then Yahoo became a search engine and a web directory. And then Yahoo started providing um, e-commerce solutions where uh, someone could go to market quickly using the, the Yahoo store. So they got into that. They started providing link content, news information, sports updates, financial stock information or financial information in general kept up to date. Um so Yahoo became kind of a portal for us, for a multifaceted uh, news portal. And then they also started Yahoo Mail. And uh, so you have you have mail that you can get through Yahoo, chat services that you can get through Yahoo. So Yahoo has become much more than what their original business model was, which was a, a web directory. Um, which kind of predated the uh, is more of a static version of a search engine. It's you know you build specific paths to where the information is in a hierarchical type of way. So then we look at another very successful one and and kind of of the same ilk. Google. What does Google mean? Well, again, it has some some meaning. It is it is a word sort of. <laughs> uh, it is it is actually a word, but Google has re, has defined for us what Google is, and Google is is both a noun and it's a verb. It depends upon how you're using it. Google is a, a search engine, right? And uh, that's how we most commonly think of it. But then again, Google provides uh, Google Earth images that we see now on on news articles um you know on on television and they're using google earth in the newspaper they use google earth so it, it became more and and google and, and then there's the translation services that it, it provides too where you can put in a text and in any particular language and it will translate it and it's quite quite good in, in what it does so google became that google started offering gmail uh, so it offered us on email so it became now an email uh, company as well. You could do advertisement through Google. You could get paid placement listings and so forth. So they got into the to the advertisement business and became very uh, successful uh, at that. And and then Google decided to compete with Facebook and they got Google Plus. All right. 
Um, and then another thing that Google um, ha- has done is they they got in they started the Android right the Android operating system for uh, mobile devices and then took it a step further and they bought the uh, mobile division uh, mobile cell phone division from from Motorola so now they actually can can manufacture uh, products manufacture mobile devices so what exactly is Google these days um, Google in the original uh, version was a search engine. What if he had have chose the name searchengine.com? Now, as domainers, we all say, hey, that's a generic uh, keyword. That's a very valuable keyword that defines what business is. So people can see not only the name of your company, but the business that you're in. And so generic branding would have been to choose searchengine.com or in Yahoo's case, internet directory or web directory or directory. But instead, they chose names that they could define what the meaning was. All right, and and that meaning can evolve over time. It can move in totally different directions. That is why traditional marketing people are so turned on by that type of branding as opposed to generic keyword branding. Um, so now, now let's look at the advantages of of the generic keyword branding. Um, if you take a name, one of the names that Rick Schwartz, and anyone in the industry knows Rick Schwartz, he's a, a very smart man um, and a very interesting communicator, tells things how, how he sees it, and you may agree or disagree, it's irrelevant. The fact is, is he's, he's sold a lot of uh, fantastic names, and he's really big on natural keyword names. And one of them that uh, is most recent that I, I like to talk about is Candy.com. Um, Candy.com is a generic uh, keyword domain, right? It makes a excellent brand if you're in the candy business. It and, and that's and it was sold to a company, uh, not a Hershey's, okay, um, not a company that a Godiva or something that has a recognized brand, um, but a, a a company that is serious about being in the candy business makes candy, sells candy online, ships the candy all over the world. The advantages of using the name candy.com is if people are searching on candy, then candy.com is going to come up automatically. Okay? Uh, well, let's not say automatically. It, let's, if there's, it, it needs to have a website, which it does. It needs to have content relative to the domain name, which it does. It needs to have uh, all the SEO things that you would normally do to to get a site placed for particular keywords within the search engine, and and it does. The advantages as far as the domain component, which is a part of the algorithm that Google uses to search or, or to provide relevancy, the domain component is a keyword, begin or creation date and expiration date. Those three things and various factors, which they won't tell you exactly what the weight is. The most important weight from what most people in the industry that practice this, that this is their profession, will all agree that the keyword within the domain name is important. Probably of, of all those things that the domain name contributes, it's probably the most important. So that keyword candy.com, um, it, it, it is very powerful because it defines what the business is. It's a, a, a search term that people will be searching on and 
and it will rank very high if you do all the other things well because the keyword, if you're searching on the term uh, candy, it would not only find a match within the domain name and say the site must be about that subject, but it's an exact match. And Google's algorithm currently is, according to all SEO people that I've spoken to, um, and documentation that has been recorded, written, and scrutinized by many, many people such as yourself, is they get an exact match bonus, which is bonus points for not only having the keyword within the domain, but matching exactly. And so candy.com will score better and rank higher than a Hershey's or someone will um, based upon the merits of the domain name and the site alone. Now, Hershey may, in fact, outrank candy.com because Hershey would have more backlinks, uh, have more people that are, are, are linked to them, if you will. And that's another factor that, that Google and other search engines look at besides the domain name. There are other factors such as um, the backlinks to people that are linking to you. What is the nature of their sites? Do they have uh, a lot of people linking to them, indicating there's more trust in, in establishment and credibility, right? Or is the only link that they have coming, there's no links going to them, but they have a link coming to you, and they may not treat it with the same uh, trust. And, and so there's a lot of factors that go into how a site ranks, but to the advantage that you can give a website uh, choosing a good domain name is is huge. The other thing that is, it's really important and is besides actually uh, capitalizing upon the way that Google search works is in the results that are rendered. Google and other search engines not only disclose the title of the website that it found that matched your search query, but it also returns the description as best it can make out of the website. And it also returns the domain name, or if you will, the URL, which shows the domain name in it. And and I've been asking a, a lot of people of what they make of, of that, or how does the domain name affect them in their decision on what to click on when they go to, when they see the search results. Does the domain name affect if they have 10 listings on a page, which is the default for most search engines, um, if there's 10 returns for whatever you searched on, and and you look those over and you read what each one is about, does the domain name in that URL that, that Google or whatever search engine shows, does it influence what you click on? You know, for example, if you're searching on information about a college, uh, where you're thinking of taking classes or someone that you know is going to be taking, possibly taking some classes there. And you wanted to find out what the, the coursework was about, um, what the schedule was for the upcoming semester, what uh, prices um, they charge per, um, per, per hour, credit hour. Um, when you searched o- online uh, using, using a search engine to find this location, presuming you didn't know the name uh, automatically, um, and you searched on it, um, as the results came back and you saw a number of sites that matched it, had had title and description, it looked like it was right up your alley, um, and then you look at the URLs and you see a number of sites that have hyphens, long keywords, um, 
top-level domain extensions that you're not familiar familiar with. It doesn't seem to match the site that you're you're going to, and then you see a website that has a .edu, which is for educational, and it's the college and the the .edu. Um, I believe, and I I sincerely do believe this, and people that I've spoken to um, concur with me, is that the domain name is heavily influential in, in that case. It's it looks more credible, and it looks more trustworthy. And so you click on it. So not only is the keyword, so if you, you take candy and you put it in there, you may have um, your Hershey's and your Godiva's uh, and the listings, and those are brands that you know most people would, would recognize. But I would say that not everybody recognizes it because that reach, that exposure, that recognition only goes as far as what the marketing dollars and longevity are of the company that represents those brands. However, Candy.com, a name such as that, has uh, immediate recognition. It it looks, wow, Candy.com, short, .com name, must be very, <laughs> must be about candy. And, and I think people will click on it, given a choice of, of names, will click on something like that out of, out of just trust more for the domain. Um, again, it all depends upon what it's going up against. But when you start seeing a lot of those hyphenations and, and, and TLDs and CCTLDs that you're less familiar with and um, complicated uh, URLs or URLs that don't, domains and URLs that don't seem to relate to what you're looking for, there's a lot less trust. And, and what that means is there's more suspicion of things that could go wrong. Maybe you aren't, your information's not credible. Or I'm concerned about going to your website because I don't know who you are and what I might catch on my computer by going to your website. So the domain does have an influence on the trust. So it affects the search algorithm and it affects the trust. We'll be back with our show right after a short commercial break. Domain Masters will be back after this short break. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa. You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language. Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. 
Superior Affiliate Offers, Superior Affiliate Brands, Superior Affiliate Service, the Superior Affiliate Management. Superior Affiliate Management delivers direct exclusive offers with weekly payouts. Their mission is to ignite your e-commerce and ignite your commissions. Superior Affiliate Brands means our work with the Internet Retailer's Top 500, as well as new brands, thanks to their full-service agency and CPA network. Superior Affiliate Service means lifetime bonus referrals and personal VIP treatment. When you hear Superior Affiliate Offers, Superior Affiliate Brands, Superior Affiliate Service, that's SAMOPM.com. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2012 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2012. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry today into the Web Marketing Association's 2012 IAC Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. Blog, blog, blog. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're the talk of the town. WebmasterRadio.fm. Thanks for listening. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. We're back with more Domain Masters, where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. Here's Victor Pitts. Welcome back to Domain Masters, where you learn to be the master of your domain. I'm your host, Victor Pitts, and you're listening to Domain Masters on WebmasterRadio.fm. The other thing is, is, is remembering the name, uh, because... With a, uh, a generic name, it, it's easier to remember because it's about the type of product or the type of service that you're looking for. Um, if I have a sweet tooth, I can remember candy.com. If I'm thinking about sending candy to someone, um, you know, they're going to come to mind. It's easy to easy to remember. Uh, I'm, I might not be able to spell the brand, uh, the other brand, right? But anyway, brands brands are fantastic. The traditional brands, and that they're not so restrictive in what your meaning is. It, so again, um, a, a name like Candy is it's hard to imagine Candy being in, into anything other than Candy. So plus side is it gets some advantages on the search engines plus size is is it's intuitive what the site is about people get what they expect uh presuming you put that kind of content on the on the website but they there's there's the generic brand has some inherent advantages um the created brand the traditional brand has the advantages of not being so restricted to what the purpose is these remember a, a business is not a short-term type thing businesses are created really for perpetuity they go on forever okay they start and they keep on going well over time we know that things change um technology evolves people evolve um tools and services that were common as as 
common as is bread and, and water in the past are um, are now obsolete terms okay so sometimes the generic route isn't the best long-term route but what the generic route does give you it for for areas where it's not anticipated that it's going to change such as candy then it gives you an outstanding advantage in terms of search engine in terms of recognition of what your product and service is and and with the trust that goes along with that so something to really consider um i'll also touch on like the the new uh tlds and and it's still premature to um make any sort of firm way weighing in firmly and for or against until we actually see the TLDs that's coming out and how they're going to be used. Many of them are being used for companies' brands, and it can understand that. Um, and I know that uh, for a corporation that has um, has created and expended a lot of money on on creating a brand, um, and including you know trademarks, uh, you have patents, you have uh, you know other types of intellectual property you have the goodwill you know with your your customers um and your your brand is you're real sensitive to your brand and it is is challenging in these days that when you um you want to protect your brand online from the brand being misused or distorted or um whatever create some uncertainty um it's an easy thing to happen to your brand online because people can register domain names put content on it that is similar or different or conflicting with yours and perhaps the you know the web surfer ends up there and is confused then about what your company represents so Therefore, uh, these these businesses spend a lot of money on doing defensive registrations. Now, some will some will do defensive registrations and just go register the TLDs uh, proactively, preventing anyone else from registering, so they don't have to deal with it. But then they have to go renew this. A concern for people that have taken that approach in the, in the past is now the proliferation of domain names, where there's could be uh, hundreds or down the road even thousands it might be a stretch but hundreds of of domain names um that have um that possibly if they're customer facing as opposed to brand specific these these brand owners might need to go do defensive registrations on each and every one of them and including not only the name outright but uh various combinations of words that that are used in their service misspellings that kind of thing so it's kind of it's, it is expensive and complicated for them to uh keep tabs off so what uh, a lot of them are, are touting to do instead is to create their brand in the form of a TLD so change the way that you look at it instead of it being to the left of the dot they're they're putting the brand on more the right of the dot and and that way the over time, the belief is, is that when they support it and they're committed to it, you'll see their brand in the search engines, and you'll see, a, say, a, a .apple, um, and you know that whatever .apple, that's that's really from Apple, and and if you want authoritative information on Apple, then you might have a higher trust in in that particular name. How does it res- how does it correlate to something like candy? 
Um, I don't think that it does, honestly, because I don't think you would see a Dot Candy, um, nor do I think you would see a Dot Hershey's. You know, I may be wrong, but those to me aren't something that's going to fall um, into into this category. But to to the extent of these new TLDs, whether they're specifically for brands or creating new TLDs, um, there's an opportunity for those uh, domain uh, registries, if, if they ever get awarded their application and become registries, to, to truly uh, help establish trust in, in whatever brands that, that come online, you know, through them by... Um, by by addressing that cost that, that consumer confidence you know up front perhaps do some vetting perhaps do some uh screening maybe there's a, a process that you have to go through in order to qualify for one of those domain names that makes it more official and that will lead to higher consumer uh confidence and trust uh in the search engines and assuming everything else in the search engine remains the same and and it's just now you have new TLD or new domains that are appearing in the results maybe uh maybe that's enough to to get people to click on those names is uh, a matter of trust on the other hand it could totally backfire and people see all these new extensions i don't recognize that increasing the value and the likelihood that they're going to be uh, clicking on the dot com or even the other extensions that they have seen and have been around for a lot longer so some food for thought regarding uh, generic brands and traditional branding using a domain name there are plenty of domain names now that um, fit the kind of category of like a google or yahoo that have no meaning whatsoever there was one recently in the south florida uh, domain auction and uh, the march madness events event that was uh, held and and it has no meaning whatsoever uh, a name that was in there had no meaning whatsoever that's a perfect kind of name for a company to acquire to build uh the traditional brand so if for the investors out there that are looking the kind of names to invest in or as you're looking over your inventory and trying to decide what to uh, hold on to uh, look at your names not only from a monetization standpoint but in terms of what kind of value those names would have for someone to build a brand around is it a good generic brand is there something a person would really go spend money on building a business on um, or or do you have some some names that are the more traditional brand which uh, bigger players might be uh, interested in uh, acquiring well I shouldn't say bigger so it's not qualified anyone might be interested in acquiring um, a name such as that so Think of your, your inventory, look at it from, from a, a, a brand value, both in terms of generic as well as traditional. I hope this has been of some uh, help to you um, in this episode of Domain Masters. So again, you're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. My name is Victor Pitts. We're going to go ahead and sign off the show at this time. I'll come back next week where you get to listen to another exciting episode of Domain Masters, the show where you learn to be the master of your domain. Have a good night, folks. being upsold at gyms. 
My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.